Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinions. Pop Pinions. Episode. 113. 113. 113. That was good. Good in sync. <coughs> Sorry. Good. Should I clear my throat? No. Let me clear my, my throat. throat. Da, 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 da. We got a music theme I showed a thing from uh, my graduation of, if you had to pick a song to describe graduation or yeah. convocation day, what would it be? I said Dream On by Aerosmith. Yeah. I don't know if that's a positive or a negative now that I'm thinking about no, it. No, I think it's great. Dream on. Like, just keep... I don't know. I take it as, like, keep dreaming. It's all good. Don't stop believing. Dream... Ah, oh, Don't Stop Believing would have been great. Yeah. There's would, a lot of good ones. I like the congratulations one. Post yeah. Malone. That was a good one. I would have sang that. Case, how you doing? Well, I'm good. Thank you. And we had a very great weekend. I'm proud of both of my children. Woo! I had to brag lots on social media. Um, which is just nice. Like, I don't... It's, it's nice to brag. It is nice. No, it's <laughs> nice to have some positive news to celebrate. I wanted to celebrate. And when you post it, like, Dad kept saying to me, oh, you have to, like, send pictures to this person and this person. And I'm like, okay, I'm on social media with all of these people. Like, I'm just going to make a post about it. So you don't want to come off too braggy, but then it's also like, you know what? No, I want to celebrate. Proud. I'm so proud of both of you. Meg had a show open, um, you know, a year ago. She was in a wheelchair watching this show, and we didn't know she would ever dance again. And she's now in, like, the biggest show at Wonderland, and she's just doing great. When we went to see her last Friday night, and then we had your convocation Saturday, and it was awesome, and your shoes were amazing. Thank you. So, Which you did cut out of a social media post. So then I had to repost, or I had to do another post to show the shoes. Yes. The kicks. Kicks. The Jordans. The Jordans. So, um, but I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Uh, it was a really great day. I, you know, I wasn't um, thrilled about going because no. I find them really boring. No, you're a bit of a baby with that. I'm a total baby. Um, but I was really happy to be there and you worked really hard to get there and I think it should be celebrated and I'm happy that you wanted us to come and it was a really good day. We took the train down. It was nice. Then we went out for dinner mm -hmm. and how was, how do you feel about that day? It was a great day. Yeah. It was nice to, it's nice to, I didn't really hear my name. I just, they tell you to go stand in a spot and then once you hear your name to go shake some hands, but that moment in itself was kind of just a blur. But yeah. when I would hear other people's names, it'd make me think, okay, so like I can imagine what it would have sounded like. Yeah. Like yeah. to hear a name and to hear with honors is yeah. a cool thing. Although whatever high honors is. Yeah. Just apparently not good enough for me. Well, like I thought it was so funny because it would be like, you know, Jack Dion with honors. And then they'd be like, you know, Susie, whatever, Smith. And it would just be dead silent. Yeah. So it, it was, it was really kind awkward. of awkward. Like you're like, cause there would be like a whole bunch. Then there'd be kind of somebody who didn't, which is totally fine. But it just felt awkward. Like you're, it's like you're waiting for more. Like you're just like Susie Smith. Hey, did it. Yay. Susie, you know, Yeah, it also took a while. It was long. Yeah, it was long, but I don't know why. I guess because when I got there in my head, I was like, okay, hey, I'm going to be here for four hours and I have to put on my big girl pants and not and be a grown-up and I'm gonna do it because this was important to you and I is a very important day so I was like it's okay and then when we got there they were doing the I love the opening like remark like I like that I love like speeches and like you know those inspirational things are always really fun um and then he was like okay so the ceremony will be like two hours and I was like oh okay I can do two hours two hours is like a movie like I can sit here for two hours so I just like once you're done because you were done pretty early and once you were kind of done I just kind of like I just watched people like getting up and they were all excited to take pictures and I just kind of took it all in so yeah it's yeah. a good day it was very good day and everything else is good yeah great it's a lot of a lot of good going on on uh on sunday we made a little spontaneous trip <gasps> we did you guys headed over to our local cineplex because okay so you guys were supposed to go yeah. to see your, your fiance's parents and i was supposed to go see my mom for the day so the roads are really bad there was no driving up north like that was like that's not an option because it was a really crappy day so we're like what are we gonna do to make the most of it i 
went to book myself into a class, did a class, came home, and we were like, let's go to the movies. And we saw one of the best movies, I think, of, of the year. Easily. Like, hands down, you guys, it is called The Menu. Yep. And it is unlike anything I've seen before. Like, I don't even know how you describe it. Like, it's definitely a thriller. It's kind of, it's, they say it's a horror. I wouldn't say it's a horror. No, it maybe has horror elements, but it's definitely like, it's a psychological thriller mixed yeah. in with like the smallest touch of comedy to kind of relieve you at some yes. points. But it just as, so it goes through like courses, like meal course. And it just like slowly builds up into this like it is a surreal story like it's not realistic but it is just incredible the storytelling the acting the like how everything constructed this movie constructed like a venue is just it is perfect yeah it really was and Ray Fiennes is uh Ralph no it's not how you say it though is it not no I think you say it like right now I don't know how I said it Rafe it isn't like I don't think you say Ralph though. I think you say like Rife Fines or something. Anyways, he is extraordinary. Like he's so so good. Um, Anna Taylor Joy. Yep. Is incredible. I never know if it's Anna Joy Taylor, but okay, let's see. Oh, it didn't say. I, oh. I thought I was gonna play it. It didn't. Uh, yeah, it's Rafe. Yeah. Wow, I've been saying Ralph all these years. That's okay. I always screw up names, so it's for once I actually got one right. Um, he, uh, she's incredible. Like uh, Nicholas Holt, so good, <laughs> so good. They got um, some like good comedic relief finance bros. Yes, yeah, they're really good. John Leguizamo. Yeah, and Judith Light. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I was telling people I watched this movie, and they were like, oh, I haven't even heard of it, or I haven't even, whatever. I'm like, listen, like, you need to run to the movie theater to see this movie. It's so good. It's probably going to be that movie that Oscar noms will come out, and we're going to say it's snubbed, because mm. I don't think it's best picture. I don't know if it's best picture. Like, it's a, it's a great popcorn movie. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But I think I it might know. be a little bit above that. I think it is too, but it's. I don't know if it'll get best picture. No, but it like sh it should though. But Rafe and Anya Taylor should definitely be like. It's hard for we were talking about it that for Anya Taylor, you'd probably have to make her a supporting I actress. Think you have to to get her nominated, but she is like, she is the star of the movie. She is. She's like the main protagonist. Yeah, it is centered kind of around her, but. Anyways, we both highly recommended it. Re recommend it. Your recommend it and recommended it. Yeah. Like you just need now, to see it. Before, it's so after. Like it's one of those movies that ended when we were all like, oh my God, that was so good. Like you just like sometimes movies end and we're all sitting there and we're like, I don't know. I don't. But this one ended and we were all like, wow. I think because I think the last movie I can say that kind of like floored me in the way this did was Knives Out. Yeah, yeah. It's got the same energy. And we saw, we talked about Wakanda. Yeah, that was Oh, okay, that was the week, week before. Yeah. So now we're on a mission to see something this Sunday as well. We're deciding, I really want to see She Said. I don't know if it's a theater movie um, because Knives Out is also only out for like a week. Yeah, I just think. Cause but then it is coming. It is going to come out on Netflix, but I just think from what that first movie was, I think I we're elevating in terms of like, I don't think I'm going to, I don't think it'll be better than the first one, but I think the stakes have been raised. Yeah. Where you go into it knowing it's this like what murder mystery same, party, but yeah. like, yeah, it's definitely not going to be because like Edward Norton is like the main person and he says that he dies, but like. I feel like someone else is going to die. Or yeah. maybe someone does actually kill him. I really love this cast. I love Catherine Hahn, Kate Hudson's in it, Madeline Klein, Ed Norton. De Batista. Like yes. The list goes on and on. It's a, So Janelle I Bonet. understand like why you want to see it because I do too. I think, we, I think we put it up for a vote. Yeah, but I know I'm going to lose. And that's fine. <laughs> My thing is like I just want to I want to support the movie she said. You know I do. Financially, I want them to get my money for that movie because it came in third, right? In the box office or I don't even know if it was third. I don't even think it was third actually, but they said it was a disappointing. But to me it's going to be it's not a theater movie, 
but I just want to support it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe then, I go buy a ticket and then I don't go like just to go buy it. I don't know. Our reverse, don't worry, darling. I say we just we go. Maybe we go on Tuesday. Yeah, that is true. We were talking maybe trivia, but yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I think we need to make plans right now. No, we does get, everyone else want to hear? We got to get through this weekend first. Okay. Yeah, birthday boy. 23. Happy Jordan birthday. Jordan year, but. That's what I mean. Oh. So happy 23rd. Yes. B-Day. I thought you just meant like the birthday, the day itself was just the Jordan. No. You're so good because you're going to get on the 26th will be your champagne birthday. That's a pretty fun one to have. 26 and 26. Well, just that you're 26. Like some people, like Meg was 13. So it's like, here's some apple juice. Boring. I gave her champagne. Probably. Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh oh. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah. You got me. First two the same. Um, I think I'm going to go first because mine is, so I watched the movie rough night and you watch short term 12 and I think they're very different movies. So I think we'll get the fun kind of one, fun, silly one out of the way. Yeah, I guess. I don't think mine was like that. Serious? Dark. Dark. No, No, I don't think it was dark, but it wasn't like rough night. No. Okay. So watch rough night on Netflix. Um, it is a 2017 comedy slash dark comedy. It got a 45% on rotten tomatoes. I thought that was a little low. It's not that bad, but whatever. Director Lucia Aniello, Aniello, um, stars Scarlett Johansson, Kate McKinnon, Jillian Bell, uh, Ayana Glazer and Zoe Kravitz. Did I say it wrong? I think it's Lana. I Lana. I I might not be. I don't know if the I. It might just be Lana Glazer. Okay, Lana. Okay, Lana Glazer and Zoe Kravitz. Um. So these just. So I'm just gonna say their real names because it gets too confusing because there's so many girls. I don't want it to get all confusing. Sorry, women. So Scarlett Johansson is engaged politician. She's running for to be a politician who reunites with three of her college friends for a wild bachelor weekend in Miami. So it opens up in college. They're in college and they're playing beer pong. And Alana, am I saying that? Alana? Uh, Alana. Alana. Alana and Zoe are in a relationship. um, So we get to see that. Um, Scarlett. It's, you know, what is a good opener of like who they are and and their friendship. So I thought that was an interesting way to start a movie so that we get like a a sense of their friendship. Um, Scarlett and Jillian. Yeah. Scarlett and Jillian are best friends. And, um, like, yeah, they're playing beer pong and they have a whole thing. And then they go back to the room and Scarlett's like, I'm going off to Australia, New Zealand, I think, abroad to study. And then, you know, we cut to, I want to say it was 15 years later. No, I don't think it's that much. Sorry. Maybe 10 years later. Um, they are meeting at the airport because they're all going to go to the to this bachelor weekend. So meet at the airport and this is where we see now the changes. So Scarlett's like running for politician. There is one of the funniest scenes though before this happens where she's at her office and she had made a video to put out in the world. You know how politicians do their little, their campaign thing. And so she was doing it. It was the most awkward thing I've ever seen. Like the acting is so good because she's just so bad. And like, if you saw that, you would laugh at this person. And I just thought it was funny because she was like, it was good, right? Like it was like she had no self-awareness of how awkward the video was. Um, So anyway, they meet at the airport and we kind of get to see like, obviously Zoe and Alana are not together anymore. Jillian is like, obsessed with this weekend and I want to spend time with my friend and she's just like right she just wants her all to herself and um so the one scene is like they they all meet and then they're like they have this champagne bottle and they're in the airport and they pop it and everyone hits the deck <laughs> like oh and they're like yeah maybe we shouldn't have opened that in the airport kind of sounded like a gun uh they have to go next door to pick up the keys uh so this Miami it's on like it's a beach house it's beautiful lots of windows so they go pick up the keys and this is where we meet Demi Moore and Ty Burrell Ty Burrell's from Modern Family just in case people don't know very sexual like beings they kind of want to have like some fun with these girls like they're very you know so there's like no we'll just take the keys thanks 
Uh, now enter Kate McKinnon. She's the Australian friend that uh, Scarlett was friends with in when she went worked or abroad or whatever. So the ladies go out for dinner. This is where we start seeing like Jillian's getting like jealous of Kate. Alana gets cocaine uh, from a waiter. Yeah. She just comes back. She's like this activist now and she's been in jail. Alana, she's like, doesn't really work. Sorry, I should have said that. Zoe has a child, but she's splitting up with her husband. The girls don't know this. Um, so Alana comes back with cocaine for all of them. Yeah. And Scarlett's like, I can't. I'm running for whatever. And they're like, the one girl's like, just do the cocaine, like screams it in the restaurant. So she's like, fine. So they all go to the bathroom and they do this cocaine. Then they go to a nightclub and they enter like a talent competition where they dance. They, this is where the talk of let's get a stripper for the night, which, you know, one of those like damn cliches. Damn, if you hadn't got that stripper. No. Um. So, yeah. So they have this dance competition, which is actually a really fun scene like for, I don't know, just girls. And they have this whole little routine. It's cute. Uh, so they get back to the place and there's like this knock at the door and a man shows up and the ladies think, think is in quotes. He is the stripper. Uh, and then Jillian jumps on him. He's sitting on a chair and she jumps on him and he flies backwards, hits his head on the fireplace and dies. Yeah. Dead. S- like dead. Like he's not coming back. <laughs> and then it becomes like kind of the not weekend at Bernie's, but it's like what are we going to do? Which I always find funny in movies. I guess I've never had this experience of a dead body, but I think I would just call the police. Like, I don't know why we have to like, let's hide the body and let's like, you know, get rid of the body or let's like, you know, all that stuff. Like it's such a movie trope, I guess. Right. Um, so this, this is one of my favorite parts of the movie. When So these girls are doing that, and then they cut to the guys, like her fiancé and all the guys, and they're in this, like, really elegant room, and they're wine t- tasting, and they're talking, like, about their feelings, and they're sipping their wine, and Bo Burnham's in it, and um, he's one of the friends. He just has a few lines, but... And so I thought that was funny, and then the one guy who's, like the like um doing the wine tasting for them the sommelier or whatever is he goes and you know what guys this one we're gonna have chilled and they're all like oh my god so exciting so i just thought it was a funny way to like because it's always it's usually reversed it's always reversed and it's kind of fun to see like the guys are just chilling having some wine and the girls are all crazy i mean murdering people but um so he decides to call Scarlett at the same time that this guy has just died. And so they all freak out and they throw the phone. And at one point he's like, do you not want to marry me? And then they throw the phone on the ground and someone yells no. And then the phone's broken and he can't get through to her. So he's like freaking out. He's like, oh, my God, she doesn't want to marry me. And then they're all like, well, she is out of your league. And they start kind of making fun of him. And this is where Bo Burnham steps in and he's like, you got to go like you have to drive there. Don't fly. Don't just get in your car and drive. Let's go get you like go to the convenience store. They get them like diapers to wear and like um, energy drinks and water. And they just like go. Right. So that's what he. So he's on his way. The girls in all of their wisdom decide that they want to um, hide the body. Yep. So they put him in the sex swing in the house because um, all of it, it's all windows. So they're like, let's put them in the closet where there happens to be a sex swing, as one has. So yeah, it's of like, course. yeah. So this is where Zoe calls her uncle, who is a lawyer, and he's like, no body, no case. So they're like, all right, I guess we'll like get rid of him. Yeah. So they put him on a jet ski. Kate McKinnon goes out 10 feet and drops him in the water. 10 feet. I'm like, do you do you understand how waves work? Like, you know? It's gonna come back. Yep. Dump him, dump the body. Um, then they see that the neighbors have a security camera. I'm not gonna say what happens for that part, because I feel like that was kind of a funny part. Well, there's like funny moments in this movie, but I don't wanna give it I'm obviously don't wanna give it all away. So then I kind of just made points of the rest of the movie because I fiance ends up at a gas station he needs money some really shady stuff goes down there um the ladies then see that the body has washed up 
uh, there's another knock at the door and they accidentally knock up this guy and then realize that guy was actually the stripper, not this other guy. Um, then we have the trope movie scene where the girls all fight, right? Where the real true feelings come out where it's like, you're ignoring me and you've changed and everybody's mad at each other. And you know, the girls that used to be together have their thing. Everybody's like bad at each other. Right. Um, I'm not going to say how it ends because I think like if in case somebody wants to watch it. Yeah. Uh, funny movie. Funny parts, I will say. It's silly. Yeah. But. Over the top. Over the top. But I mean, if you're into that and you want to see like it's I liked for me that my favorite part was just the role reversal of like the girls were having the crazy time and getting the stripper and the guys are having like a nice chill night. That was like my favorite part of it. So. Yeah, it's good. It's cute. It's good. I don't know if I would put Scarlet though. It's weird for me to see her in that role. The other ones I could kind of get on board with. I love Jillian Bell. I think she's really funny. She did a movie called Britney Runs a Marathon, which was such a good movie. So underrated. Um, but Scarlet was an interesting choice for me. I don't know. I guess because I just see her as like Black Widow. That sometimes when I see like, but then I've seen her in like a marriage story. It's almost like it was too silly for her. Yeah. But, but I mean, good for her for like wanting to do something just kind of fun. Yeah. Cause she's usually more, she, it's funny that her character kind of fits who she is as an actress where yeah. she is usually that. She's a little uptight in the movie. Buttoned up yeah. Outside she's... of Black Widow. Yeah. Like, that character. But that even, that character wasn't even like, she was kind of funny, but it's mostly just, I don't want to say she was not Scarlett Johansson was there for her looks, but like Black Widow was there for her looks. Right, right. A lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. Still an good. integral character. Yep. I also sure. realized we didn't say what else we were doing. Oh, gosh. So yeah, our IMCs, obviously, we're in the middle of. And then we're going to uh, blind rank top 100 movies. I'm we're so nervous do, about it, you guys. <laughs> so we're going to do three sets each, ranking top fives. So all, like a movie just comes up and you blindly have to put it in a spot. You don't know what's coming up next. You have no idea. So it's stressful. But all of these usually are for me. So yeah, yeah. I, don't, I feel like you don't have as much fun as no, I do. No, I do. Ones. I do have fun. I just get like, you know, what if I put, you know, Armageddon at number one? No, don't I think it's in the top 100. Listen, I'm just using it as an example. But what if I put, I don't know, something at like a one and then Goodwill Hunting came up? Do you know? Yeah. Like that's, but th I understand it's just a movie, so I'll be okay. Or a, a show, or a game. Sorry. A game for our show. Yeah. About Got movies. It. About movies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, my movie is 2013's Short Term Twelve, uh, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, who I just wanted to. So he did Shang Chi. Oh, fun. Uh, Just Mercy. Wow. Uh, when it comes up, he's doing Shang Chi too. Okay. And he's gonna be the writer director at least directing the next avengers movie oh wow the kang dynasty oh so my goodness. quite a few movies from this guy yeah uh, so it is about grace played by brie larson she's a young counselor at a california care unit for at-risk teens uh she is trying to help these kids while facing her own personal strife and balancing the two isn't easy. Oh, not easy. Kind of sounds more like a comedy now that I read it. It is not. It's a dramedy. Yeah. Uh, so we've got Brie Larson, Lakeith Stanfield, Rami Malek, who is not a big part of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin Dever, Stephanie Beatrix, who is from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yep. And John Gallagher Jr., who I'd never seen or heard of before this movie. He plays Mason. He'll probably be the only one I say his character's name. Okay. Um, so this actually was Brie Larson's first leading role in a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's based on a short form, a short film of the same name, okay. also by the same director. Uh, very like as right away you get like indie film. Like I said, it almost looked like a student film, right? Or like documentary kind of style. Um, we immediately get this like nice story about uh, John Gallagher Jr. Mason's character shitting his pants mm -hmm. in like a funny scenario. I don't want to tell the story because it's actually pretty long. And then this kid, his name's Sammy just comes like running out and he's screaming and you kind of figure out about this unit like there's rules where like if they get outside of like 
the boundary that they have. You're not yeah. allowed to touch them. Okay. So that comes back into play later in the movie. Um, four minutes to 45 seconds into the movie. <gasps> we, we get say? Short, uh, short term 12. Yeah. that's what the unit is called. And then they say it a few times. Uh, we find out Lakeith Stanfield is about to turn 18. So he's leaving in a couple weeks. Um, they want to know what he wants for his party. And all he wants to do is shave his head. Mm. Okay. But he's not allowed to do that himself just because it's at-risk teens. Yeah. Um, so then they introduce... So Remy Malik is like a new employee, new person, new counselor at this place. And he says, like, I've been really excited to work with, like, underprivileged kids. Mm. And Lakeith kind of says, well, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. And he's like, well, then think about your word. Like, kind of snaps at him. And he's like, well, think about your words before you say them. Because mm-hmm. to call those kids, like, you have to create this environment for these kids. Yeah. And calling them underprivileged just makes them feel like less. Yeah. And they already sure. don't feel great. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Lakeith freaks out. We we get this. There's a dangerous new girl coming. Uh-oh. And it's cute little Caitlin Dever who Aww. is in so much stuff. And she looks she always looks like 10 years younger than she probably actually is. Yeah. Um, and she's like this smart ass. Um, like they talk about because you're not allowed to swear at this point, pl- this place and you like lose points or I think they called it levels. I didn't really understand it. So then she swears and Brie Larson's like, oh, that's like you're going to lose a level. And she's like, oh, no, a level. What of whatever am I going to do? Oh, like right. kind of like that, of it. like yeah. that kind of girl. Yeah. Um, So Brie Larson's personal event. I I'm going to leave it. Usually I like to talk about the plot a lot. I'm not going to talk about what it is, mm-hmm. but what she's going through is not the first time she's going through it. Okay. Yeah. So she has at least somewhat of experience. Um, I literally, because this is before I knew the character's name was Mason, but Bree and Shitpants Guy, yeah. that's what I called them, uh, they're like together, his name's Mason, but they're like dating. Um, Bree Larson goes and like checks these kids' rooms while wearing headphones, which like that's like horror movie trope <laughs> level of just waiting right. for someone to grab her or something. Yeah. She finds like weed in Lakeith Stanfield's bed and like I was just I was terrified. And it's not a scary movie. It's like yeah. a, it's a dramedy, but I'm like, someone's gonna scare her or something. Right. Why are you wearing headphones? Don't do that. Um So then we talk about like what game are we gonna play? So they end up playing Wiffle Ball. There's this kid Louise, him and Lakeith kinda have this like rivalry and the kid makes fun of him and then Lakeith like it's a wiffle ball bat so it's not hard but he like just hits this kid as hard as he can yeah and he gets like sent away um while this is happening the character Mason is listening to Caitlin Dever's music like she doesn't want to play she's very like lonerish to herself and he like puts in a headphone and he's like jamming out to the music he was actually like weirdly the best part of the movie okay like this character was yeah. just amazing and the acting was really good so i looked this guy up and i wanted to like see what else he's been in and anything else i want to see not a lot of great choices but okay. he was really good in this uh, okay um then you find out one of the things going on uh brie larson's dad's been in jail for 10 years mm. and does not have a good relationship with him uh mason goes and sees lakeith after like the whole freak out and he calms down and he raps like he gives him like a bongo and he starts playing a beat and Lakeith like has just been writing down like rap lyrics and uh just kind of sings and it ends up just kind of being about his sad life and like how his mom treated him and how he, like he had to run drugs for her and like just what he had to go through in his mm-hmm. and like he was talking about running drugs and he was like 10 yeah so wow very difficult life yeah for sure uh, um Brie finds a way, like, she's an artist. Caitlin Dever's an artist. She kind of finds that way where they, like, draw portraits of each other. They kind of have this, like, really good moment of connection. Uh, So then we shave Lakeith Stanfield's head, which becomes this, like, not awful scene, but, like, he says, like, I used to keep it long to hide Mm -hmm. where my mom would hit me. So he's like, are there any lumps? Like, Mm -hmm. is there anything wrong with it? They're like, no, like, your hair looks great. And, like, it's just because he only has like a couple weeks left like he's about to go out into the real world and like a lot of this the movie isn't like about him but i kind of just wanted it to be about him like i was so fascinated by this character and this is 
before you know who Lakeith Stanfield yeah. is. Yeah. Like in the credits, it doesn't even say Lakeith. It's just Keith Stanfield. Oh, okay. So I don't know. He must have probably not legally changed his name, but just like a stage name. So yeah. if you like, if you watched this movie in 2013, you would have been like, this guy is going to be everything. Like, yeah. Event like he is now. Yeah, for sure. But like even then, you could just see it. Like it's there. Yeah, like he is not a big part of this movie, but he is like taking command of every scene he's right. in. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh. What do we got? Oh, so then Brie Larson in this event, she's like, she. I'm gonna get, again keep this as vague as possible. She says to someone, she's like, I have something to tell you, and proceeds to pause for like minimum 10 seconds mm. and just looking at this person not saying anything then reveals this like big event and um then there's some some processing around this event again i, I just it's kind of important to the movie to not yeah. know no i think that's okay um caitlin dever's dad is supposed to pick her up mm-hmm. he's just kind of no shows and then she is uh, a cutter so she like even when she doesn't have anything to cut herself she uses her nails to oh. dig into like her own hand wow and like has a bunch of marks on that I'm but so then sad. goes into the goes into the bathroom locks the door which you're not allowed to do mm-hmm. because if you're a cutter you're at risk and then they're standing it's not supposed to be funny but they're trying to like break into this bathroom door and Brie Larson's like pushing at the door and the other two guys like Remy Malik and Mason are standing there and they're like and Rami Malek doesn't really know anything. He's like, oh, why are you not allowed to close the door? And Mason goes, oh, because she's a cutter. Like, you can't leave her by herself. And Caitlin Dever yells, like, she yells something along the lines of, like, do you want to say that any any louder dipshit or something right, like that? Right, right. Um, so then they get her out of the bathroom and Rami Malek and the other guy, they're holding, like, I have to not physically hold her down, but, like, they link her arms and they just kind of sit down and let her freak out and... She ends up spitting on Remy Malik's like mm. face. Wow. Yeah. Just in in her freak out, and they just yeah. kind of let her calm down. And eventually, like puts hand sanitizer on his face. Probably not a great idea. No. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you just kind of have to let her calm down. Um. Then you find out Brie Larson herself was a cutter, mm-hmm. and shows her leg, which is like all marked up. And she said one time there was like a really deep cut that she sneezed while doing it and <gasps> almost cut her own Achilles. Oh my goodness. Wow. Which immediately, cause I watched this with the fiance and we both like, like she yeah. started gagging. It's like, you almost cut your own Achilles from sneezing. Like, wow. That was awful. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then uh, also that day when Caitlin Dever's dad was supposed to pick her up, was her birthday mm. so it's even like added on top of Aww. that so lakeith gets everyone together to make her birthday cards yeah and it's just this like adorable scene because he does doesn't it in tip like he just puts down like a thing of like markers and paper and he's like everyone take one like yeah kind of gets mad at them he's like, like take one take one like go come on um then she like she runs away um brie larson tracks her down and they kind of have their own little adventure Thing, together. Yeah, yeah. Um. So then you find out, uh, Mason, like this character, had had has foster parents. I don't know because he's an adult now, but has foster parents and yeah. goes to their house for their thirtieth like anniversary together. And there is just a bunch of kids, like old, young, like mm, that they're fostering right now, nice. or like came back, and it's this really cute thing. It's really special because he can speak Spanish, but he's not like he's white yeah yeah but like learn, definitely learn spanish from that house because yeah. he can talk to Luis, one of the other kids speak spanish and they can go back and forth okay um so they're just like dancing having a good time and mason proposes to brie larson mm. but not i just wrote kind of because they're dancing and he's just like will you marry me right and she's like are you serious and they have their but it's just like between the two of them they never really go back to it either of yeah like, anything going on with that um they get a call like that next morning like this great happy event and then they get a call from the probation department Mm -hmm. that her dad is getting released within the next like couple weeks okay or maybe a couple months but he's getting out of jail which is a big like it's uh uh-oh right (laughs) Uh uh-oh trauma whatever um then they go back and they find out lakeith stanfield's fish dies this fish that he loved um and then he ends up 
breaking the bowl and taking a piece of the glass Uh-oh. and you thought he was going to attack a kid but he ends up cutting himself right uh but they get him to a hospital he ends up being okay uh brie larson and mason have this like whole like because she can't communicate her feelings or what's gone on in her life that's kind of really that she's really struggled with so they kind of have the the fight she's self-sabotaging their relationship and everything in her life then she just pulls off biggest casual b and e breaking and entering for those who don't know uh to caitlin dever's dad because she finds out stuff that's happened with their relationship yeah um finds a baseball bat and then finally caitlin dever kind of like finds her and not even talks her down but it's just like she she has this great line where she's like that's a little extreme don't you think because <laughs> she has this baseball bat standing over the dad right it's like it's a little extreme don't you think so then they trauma dump she tra- brie larson trauma dumps on everything about her dad you know a lot of stuff that's happening there's some trauma sharing then they um they just beat caitlin dever's dad's car just oh, okay. to a pulp well it's better the car then. yeah that's just vandalism not murder yeah well they i mean they broke a couple windows in the windshield yeah, and they they're vandalism i don't know it's not right murder might be a little worse yeah caitlin dever like tells on her dad and just, just you don't really hear what he did but you just know there's you just assume there's some you stuff. can infer yeah and then really there's not like much of an ending outside of they tell this amazing like full circle story about someone that used to be at the place Mm -hmm. and maybe a character you'd already seen in the movie but it's a great like all-encompassing story at the end and yeah it was a really good movie you liked it loved it okay good very like again the indie 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 vibe yeah it's very cool like the indie vibe yeah great actors like way before they're really famous yeah yeah it's fun to see them I would say, like, obviously, if you made this movie now, Rami Malek is at a different level, and he would probably be the star of this movie. Yeah. When in this, he's just kind of a background character. John Gallagher Jr. was incredible. Like, his character was just... I mean, it was, like, probably the most positive character in the movie, so he did that really well. Caitlin Dever and Lakeith Stanfield both really stood out. I mean, it's Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. It's it's just now, looking back, it's like... Ah, I wish I watched this movie then and could have been like, that guy is going to be a superstar. Yeah, it is funny. That's like me when I watched Little Women and I was like, who was that girl? And you were like, it's Florence Pugh. And I'd never heard of her before. And I was like, she was like, so stood out to me. Like, yeah, that's the way I felt when I saw her for the first time. Like, I was like, wow, I can't wait to see her. So I'm glad you liked it. Mm -hmm. So you hadn't seen it before. Did not see it before. You thought I had. Yeah, I thought you had. But that's okay. Yeah. All right. All right, so we're blind ranking top 100, three sets of five movies each. Yes. Three three sets each, five movies per set. Yeah. So six sets. <laughs> of five. Of five, yeah. yeah. <laughs> movies. Five movies. <laughs> okay. Um, so we need... Who's going first? Uh, you can go first. I'll go first, okay. Okay. Um, I saved this on my TikTok, hopefully. Okay, here we go. 100 greatest I movies. I want to see two when they come up. Okay. Um, I don't know if you gave me oh, my face. Oh, you can't because so you I, have time. I'll just say it. Okay, okay. First one, Apocalypse Now. Ooh. Okay. So we're talking, I don't know. Every time I think of this, is this the one with Martin Sheen? Yeah. Okay. Because he had a heart attack during this movie. Well, it was like the one of the craziest sets ever, right? People are like, yeah, like it was, I think the movie ex- or the documentary explaining Apocalypse Now was actually better than the movie, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to put it, I'll put it four because i feel like there's going to be something else that's worse okay so i'll put a four um okay next movie is the great dictator okay so charlie chaplin i'm really the biggest fan i'm gonna put it five okay i respect what he did but it's just yeah, not yeah, a no, that's fine right not a not a style for me okay gladiator Ooh, that's hard okay i'm we gonna have one two and three left i feel like i just saving something for the top so yeah. i'll put it three okay okay gladiator so now you have a one and a two. One and two. Oh, the dark knight oh oh so this is now this is the game you have to play yeah it's, can i get something better than the dark knight that's a hard one because that's in your top 10 of all-time movies i think it might be in like my top three yeah i don't think i'm gonna get something better than the dark knight i don't knight. think you I'll are put either it one. yeah i don't think you are either confidently put it one rank okay. number three on this 
Yeah. Because I don't know if it's IMDb. Okay. All right. I got Old Boy, which I have not seen. So we're not going to. Oh. Oh, okay. So that doesn't count. Right. No. Uh, Godfather Part 2. Okay. That's good. I'm I'm okay with that. Godfather Would Part 2. Would you now change the Gladiator and Godfather or no? No. I'm okay, actually. You're I'm, okay with that. I'm happy with okay, this. Okay. That's a pretty good one. So it went Dark Knight, Godfather 2, Gladiator, Apocalypse Now, Great Dictator. It's just like, I guess it's like your energy and I need to have that same energy of just like, this is just a fun game. Yes. It's no one's holding you to this. No. Okay. These aren't the movies you have to love. Do you want to hold it or do you want me to do it? No. Yeah. You can hold it. Okay. Cause that it's going to get weird if I have to hold it and stuff. Right. So. All right. Your first movie. Do you need my, is my face in it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's pointed, just pointed at you. All right. Your first movie is the silence of the lamb. Oh shit. That movie is scary. But it is a good one. I think I'm going to put it at three because I feel like it's a good middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I wouldn't put it any lower than that. Um, and higher makes me nervous just in case I get something else. All right. Your next movie, Christopher Nolan's The Prestige. So that was the... Um, Christian Bale, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Illusionist. Really good movie. Magician, whatever you want to call it. Another Scarlett Johansson. I think I'm going to put it at two. The Prestige. Yeah, I'm going to put it at two. I spelled it wrong, but that's okay. Um, yeah, two. Because I don't know if I want to put it at four. Like, that seems, I don't know. But if I get some two really good ones, I'm going to be mad. Okay. Uh, your next movie, The Untouchables. Is that the... Um, Omar Sy? It's not up there. Wait, really? Yeah. It was just like me. Oh. I switched off of it. Okay. Uh, uh, the Untouchables. So it was the, um, you remember the movie that they it was Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah. Then they did the with like this is before that. It was like the French one. Oh yeah. Where he's in a wheelchair and. Yep, yep. Oh Marseille, because he's from know, that he's show from, you like. I love that show. Uh, Lupin. Lupin. I love it. I just can't do it one though. I'm too nervous. So, but it's yeah. I don't know if I would put that at. Okay. Yeah. I think I would have. Yeah. I would definitely move things around now that I know that, but I can't because it's a game and it's fun and I'm having fun. I'm glad you're having fun because your next one is Cinema Paradiso. Oh, I loved. Didn't we like that one? It was a really cute movie. The the guy's like blind and shows the kid how to like movies. That was a good one. And he had the, but it's going to have to go five because I'm way too nervous. Paradiso. Oh, what's number one? That's Your number one is no. no. Have you seen The Great Dictator? No. Okay, well you okay. can't do that one. Because I did it. No, I don't want to do that one. Though. Okay. You got a you got a freebie. Your okay. number one. <laughs> Twelve is? Angry Men. Okay, I'm okay with that. That's a great movie. Yeah. The only thing I would change is I would put Untouchables two, and just kind of move everything down. But that I'm okay with. Yeah, Twelve Angry Men. Twelve, twelve angry man. Man, I'm okay with that. That's good. Yeah, I would probably move Untouchables to two. Prestige would be three, and then Silence three. of the yeah, Lambs. Yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Four. Like I appreciate that Silence of the Lambs is a great movie, but I just can't. Like it's yeah, wow. That's that's a hard movie. You got your reasons. Everyone's yeah, got their re- like it's totally. different categories for each. Yeah, movies. I love the Untouchables too. I think that's such a good movie. Okay. I'm pretty sure we did watch this. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. I believe we did watch that one. Um, I'm going to put that five. Oh, okay. I was not a... Yeah, no. Me yeah, I liked the other one we watched. The other one was better that we watched of the yeah. Indiana Jones. Indiana with, uh, Jones Temple, maybe. I don't know. It's on there somewhere. Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark, number five. Okay. All right. Next one I got is seven. <gasps> Uh-oh. I can't... Yeah. I'm going to put it at two. Yeah, I was thinking that. Put it at two. It's safe. It is a good spot for it. Because if you do put it at one, there are potentially better. There's so movies I like, that could step in. and. Yeah, I like that at number two. All right. My next one is The Matrix. Matrix is a top 100. Um, Four. Okay. I, th- I think there's better movies. I think for what it did as a movie is amazing. Like Yeah, for the for the existential crisis type blue or red pill all that yeah great but yeah all right 
My next one is The Shining. Uh-oh. I can't put it one, so I have to put it three. You have to put so it three. So I have, to, I have oh. to leave my number one That's spot That's hard up. when you have, like, this is it. Like, it's just like. Whatever this movie is. This is just your number one. Number one. My number one movie is Once Upon a Time in the West. I oh. don't think I watched this. No, I don't think you Henry, did. Henry Fonda. Shout out so, Henry Fonda. Yeah. 12 Angry Men. Yeah. Oh, The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, no. I mean, I have to put it at one. There's yeah. nothing else I could do. So I that's s- number... Was that... Which one was that? Uh, That was the one with... um. I was supposed to say Christian Bale, but he's in all of them. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy plays Bane. Oh, okay. Yeah. You start with the darkness. I was born with it. Yeah. That's not the best. No. They, like, destroy a football field. I would definitely... I think... Out of those five, what's your favorite? Well, like, what would be number one? Seven. Yeah. That's definitely the best movie. I think The Dark Knight Rises is fourth. Okay. And then everything else just slides up. So seven, The Shining, The Matrix, then The Dark Knight Rises, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Debatable, I would say, with Dark Knight Rises yeah, for yeah. me, but um, probably just keep it as this four. Yeah. Yeah. Move everything. So else up. seven becomes one, and then yeah. Okay. All right. Here is your round two. Round two. It also always takes a while to like load these yeah, movies. I also okay. like that you're posing for the camera. Yeah. That no one else can see. Yeah. Uh, your first movie is Parasite. <gasps> oh, I really liked that movie. New edition. Hmm. Ranked number 35. I really liked it. Like, I really thought it was a, such a unique story and something we've, like, never seen before. And some of those scenes, when they're under the couch and they're high... Anyways, I won't... I'm going to put it at two. Mm-hmm. I think it could be a number one, but I'm nervous to put it one because who knows what's coming up. So I'm going to put it at number two. Yeah. Number two. You had a rear window, but I'm assuming you haven't. Yeah. Uh, next. No. The Joker. Like Is the that Walking Phoenix like, one. I haven't seen it. Too scary. <laughs> uh, no. Lord of the Rings. The Two Towers. We saw the first. Uh, wait. Is that the first one? I uh, I'm trying to like look and see where it is. Modern times. It's quite a few. I don't even know where it is on this list. I'm trying to read the poster. Okay, right. you got Star Wars Episode Five: so The Empire Strikes Empire Back. Empire Strikes Back. The middle one. <gasps> I love that one though. That is my favorite one. It's so good. I mean, you get the greatest movie reveal of all time. Yeah. Someone. But how do I have like one and two and then I'm going to put it at three, but I'm nervous, but I'm going to put it. Dad would be so mad right now. He'd be like, that is a number one. All right. Your next uh, psycho. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Um, Scary. Do we watch it for this? I don't think so. It's must be a different like. Yeah, it's probably not the exact same. Well, yeah. it had Parasite and the Joker, which is not from this list. Okay, I'm going to put Psycho at five, just because it's scary. I don't know. Yeah, it is a scary but I have seen it. It's so weird that I've seen that movie. Ooh, another scary one. Requiem for a Dream. <gasps> oh, God, that movie is a tough one. It's a tough watch. Arnofsky? It's so good. I don't know. It's such a good movie. But it is like a one-timer for me because it's it's such a... Okay, I keep doing this, but I'm going to put it at four. We leave the number one spot open. What is coming up? Ah. <laughs> I don't I don't think you'll be too... I don't think you would put this one, but it is Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, I'm okay with that. Spider-Man No Way Home. Which one? I always get them mixed up. Uh, it's the most recent one. Oh, okay. Three Spider-Mans. That's not, you know why I don't like the movie. Yes. It's not because of that. It is not. I know why you don't like it. We don't need to talk about it here. No, I'm not going to, but I have my reasons for not liking it. All right. Round three for me. Yeah. Last round. Good. Uh, Again, I'm always, like I got Lord of the Rings again. The one we watched, I really did enjoy, but I don't know which one we watched. And I'm trying to like read through did you find it? No, we would. Well, we would have watched the first one, but, but I, don't I just know. don't know if this is the first one. Oh, she is getting up and she is gonna look. Let's see if I can find it from just sitting here. Ah, she's blocking my view now, so now I can't see. 
Lord of the Rings. My phone's at so many. My phone's at twenty percent. Okay, okay. Um, if you can't find it, it's okay. I'll just. Okay, go to another one. I will go to the next one. Top five. Blind rank. Witness for the prosecution. No idea what that is. So we are going to the next one. See, them some good movies. Seven Samurai. Couldn't find that movie. Apparently, really long. Let's see what we got. Sunset Boulevard, I definitely watched, but... It's funny that I looked through the whole thing and I still can't find it, so I'm like, I don't know. My attention span is like of a flea, though, so... It's got to be like the longest, one of the longer titles. Wow, I'm getting a bunch of movies that I do not know or haven't seen or don't remember. Sunset Boulevard, I kind of remember. Ooh, City of God. Hmm. I would... I would put it three. Okay, yeah. I was going to say it's... Three yeah. or four was my debate there. Yeah. Because it is a very good movie. It is a good movie. It's tough watch. Tough watch, but Don't, it is... Not going to do It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Citizen Kane. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. It's a tough... Four. Okay. Ah, yeah, I'll put a four. I think there's something worse out there. Okay. Which sounds bad, but... I like Citizen Kane. It didn't bother me. That's the one with the with the sleigh, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mind it, but I got the shining. I'm probably not gonna probably shouldn't do it again. Okay. That's fair. The good, the bad, and the ugly, I'll put that five. Yeah. I I probably think it's I probably enjoyed it more than Citizen Kane, but it's not as good of a movie. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it. I don't like Westerns. Ooh Spirited Away. So I got oh. I got one and two left. One and two. I got so I kind of did this where I got lucky on one of them. I got lucky on the first one. The second one I got burned. I'm going to I'm going to test my luck. I'm going to put Spirited Away at 2. Okay. And I think I think I'm going to get something better. Okay. I bet you get Inglorious Bastards. I uh, have not seen that. What do we got? It is Fight Club. Oh, that's good. I'm okay with that. That's a good one for number 1. That's definitely uh like a one out of five yeah that's a pretty that's actually a pretty good pretty solid i like list. your yeah you did good fight club spirited away city of god citizen kane good bad ugly yeah i like it here we go your last one should take a picture nope all right your last one begins with whiplash oh shit well jk simmons <gasps> miles teller let's see if you can keep up with the tempo I'm just scared now to put it at two and then I get like, you know, my number one gets. But then if I put it at number one and something like Inglorious Bastards comes up, I will. Yeah, like I'll be mad. So I'm going to put it at two. I think that's a good spot. I'm going to test my luck and hope. But I do believe it is a number one movie. Just depends. Spirited Away. Yeah, I'll do that one. That was a good movie, but you've already done it, so. So, no, thank you. Okay. Uh, then your next movie is going to be Coco. Did you see Coco? I didn't. I haven't either. So, that's okay. We're in the same boat. Then your next movie will actually be... You died to Gladiator. So, I, don't, I guess we're not repeating movies. No, we don't want to repeat. Okay. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Unless I get the Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Spirit. Wait. Oh, wait. Spirited Away came up again. Um, You got Avengers <gasps> Endgame. Oh, my God. Number one. Number one. But I will be mad if Inglorious Bastards or something comes up. So we got your one and two spots filled. Because it's not going number three. That would be so... S- <laughs> oh, no. Am I going to cry? <laughs> your I'm next cry. movie. Martin Scorsese. No, no. Martin Scorsese? I think he did it. Goodfellas? <gasps> My heart. And that's going to have to go number three. That's really sad. That's really sad. Favorite? Well, I guess your favorite gangster movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's in my top ten. Um, Yeah, I definitely fumbled there. It's because I got excited because of, like, Avengers. like, But really, it should be at number three. Yeah, then you would have had that number one spot for Goodfellas. Yeah. 
But then what if I did get, like, I had Goodfellas. If, can you imagine, like, Whiplash, Avengers, Goodfellas, then I got something. Memento. Ooh. I wouldn't put it at five. I'm going to put it at four. I liked Memento. But if I get something really good and it goes in the fifth spot, then I'm not going to be happy. You know I'm not. What was the movie you said that <laughs> what? that you would do even though I'd already gotten it? Um, um, The Dark Knight? And your fifth movie, <gasps> The Dark Knight. Oh, my God. That Why did I get bombarded with all the best movies in my number five that or is this that was a gauntlet that is hard i mean that is goodfellas is one that's that's pretty easy whiplash avengers endgame is actually probably harder than we think like it's close well, i think okay so this is how i would break it down i would say um 100 goodfellas is number one like that's not even a question out of these movies for me, it would be the biggest one would be what would number two? Is it Dark Knight or Whiplash? Not Avengers Endgame. No, not out of those movies. So for me, Avengers Endgame is like, I want to say popcorn movie. It is a, a notch above that, but it's not Whiplash or the Dark Knight. Like the dark, I think it would have to go. Oh my God, that would put. Okay, Memento's going five. Yeah, and Avengers Endgame is four. It would have to because I feel like the Dark Knight, like those are two of the best. Like those two are both in my top five or top ten, Dark Knight and Goodfellas. So then Whiplash three, Avengers Endgame four. Wow, that is like I why? Like I say, we do one for the road. Okay, we'll do one combined right now. Oh, okay, yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Okay, I will. And load then this let's back argue. Up. <laughs> Do you want to argue about stuff? That would be okay. Fun. I think this is actually the Lord of the Rings we watched, but I will still, I'll still skip it. Yeah. Uh, so our first movie is going to be The Dark Knight. Okay. So we have to think about where. Let's put it at two. I yeah, I think we could find a movie better, but I don't think there's two movies we could find better. Exactly. I like. Oh wow, I'm like combining words here. Okay, The Dark Knight is number two. Number two. Uh, okay. We got three idiots. Did we see that? We did see that. Oh, is that um Guy Ritchie? No, that uh. is the uh, I want to say that. like they're the Indian guys at college. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Funny, probably yeah. five, five though. Yeah, yeah, three idiots. Yeah. Uh, next one, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, you and I might differ on this one. I'm okay with. Like, it's probably four, but I'm okay with it at three. Okay, because that's where it's I would not, like to put it's it. It's not one. It's not one. No, no, no. But Eternal, yeah, that one. Eternal. Okay, so we have Dark Knight at two, Eternal, Sunshine, Spotless Mind at three, and we have Three Idiots at five. So we have two movies left. And I think we got a four. Life is Beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's a, a four. That's a good. It's a good. It's a great movie. Um, but yeah, it's. I don't think it's better than Dark Knight or Eternal Sunshine. Mm. Like I could argue three and four, but Life is Beautiful is. It's a pretty. It's a pretty great movie. But and our number one movie. <sighs> no, we haven't seen that movie. Here we go. Number one is. No, Charlie Chaplin movie. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot of suspense. It's building. I can feel. Our number one movie. Okay. Are we going to be happy? Probably not, but okay. it's Amadeus. Oh, we both really liked that movie. Is it better than The Dark Knight? No. No, but no. F- for the purposes of this list, I don't think it's that egregious. It's not, like, I'm not super mad about it, like my last one. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> TikTok just started playing. Yeah. So, no, yeah. It's, that's fun. It's a fun game to my, play. My first one, though, Impeccable. Impeccable. That was the best one. My third one was the hardest thing ever. <laughs> Like, that is, like, you're just throwing all the good movies in one section, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think the only one I would say, yeah, that one's a tough one because Goodfellas won in third. That's a pretty tough one for me. But Yeah, mine is that The Dark Knight Rises ended up number one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I took that took that bet three times, and I think I, I won two. Yeah, two I out think of you three. were pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the third one was rough for you. Yeah, this uh, I don't mind this one. The second one, sorry. The the my Spider-Man No Way Home, then Parasite, Empire Strikes Back, Requiem for a Dream and Psycho. Like that is probably I don't know if I would move a lot of that. 
No, the only thing even I would probably move is I would probably swap or I would put Empire Strikes Back at one, pers- one. personally. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a fun game. Uh, next week, we've got our IMC Good Kids and Everybody Wants Some. Yes. Everybody Wants Some starring Zoe Deutsch, who yes, is, is. A, a part of our second segment. Yes. Which right now, I don't think you came up with another title. So we're just calling it Nepotism Babies. <laughs> it's Nepotism Baby. Yeah. Because yeah. we're going to talk about, you know, some of the actors, actresses, whatever, even musicians. We can totally. kind of figure out everyone who has a famous parent of yep. some kind and talk about well because even you've done a little research into it of them talking about what advantages or disadvantages they do have yeah like it's just yeah you have a little bit of an advantage and if you don't acknowledge that i think yeah i think you should at least acknowledge that you know you get the door you get the door open where some people might have to kick it down so yeah yeah. so So it'll be fun because we've never explored this kind of topic before so I think it'll be fun because we talk him, you and I talk about it all the time. Yes, nepotism well, babies is a big because you just talk, you bring up anyone, you're like, oh yeah, but think about who their parent was. Exactly, yeah, so it's good. Yeah. Case got anything else? I got nothing else. All right, then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.